It's crowded. There are strangers. I don't want to give away my phone. Let me take a selfie. And I, I usually like to do a nice downward angle so I get a nice egg-shaped head. <laughs> Send it to my friends for a good laugh. Are you ready? My angle is my head turned slightly to the Thank right. You, and then chin down a little bit and then uh, camera about right here. So I like I'm going to go take a selfie of us now. Kind of like a straight-on angle or a slightly above the face angle because I find them to be more flattering than a photo taken from below. You just gotta have a lot of high high quantity and then one of them will be high quality. That's the that's the key to selfies, is iterate. Rembrandt did great selfies. Do you know? That's Paul. I take pictures. He can also be pretty goofy. Like when we sat down for this interview, Paul reached for my recorder carrying bag and started playing with the Velcro. Modern life. Sticky. Paul's full of aphorisms like these. He's a pretty thoughtful guy. And across the course of his career, he's literally lived the transformation in photography, from print to digital, and now the rise of iPhone camera culture. So he has a few thoughts, even about selfie culture. Hopefully, selfies will evolve and to become, let's just say, more depth more emotional richness. Classic Paul. Optimistic, even in the face of uncertainty. And I'm not just being kind or generous here. The thing you have to get about Paul is that he always has something positive to say, even about a print in class. He never has criticism, just encouragement when things are going awry. And so when he picked up his first camera at age eight, it's no surprise that he was hopeful that it would give him power. Originally, my goal was to use that power to change the world, right? And that that would be a worthwhile goal. And uh, with age comes uh, realization that you don't have as much power and fortunately, good, for, good that you don't. And if the project of photography, at least for Paul, is to show the world as it was, as it is, then selfies are doing a pretty poor job at that. Because as we heard at the beginning of this podcast, everybody takes a selfie in the exact same way. And it's difficult to capture individuality. Paul thinks that the best selfies aren't photographic, but are instead painted. You can see self-portraits that Rembrandt did throughout his whole life from when he was a teenager all the way through till he was an old man. The, probably the difference was that Rembrandt was observing himself critically. He was showing him as he was. Paul's really fascinated by this question of whether photographs can represent things accurately. Back in the 1980s, Paul unearthed old negatives from a photographer who was active in the 1930s who had taken panoramic pictures of areas around Houston. Paul partnered up with his friend, Curtis Beam, to return to those sites and take new pictures 50 years later. Even if things change, according to Paul, they still must be captured as they are. The panorama camera came along and a lot of commercial 
businesses, a lot of businesses would use these to spread out their wares. I was more interested in geographic uh, comparisons, so I would go to a certain place uh, and, and use the same camera to photograph that spot. And that camera, that panoramic camera, was special because it took just one frame, one extremely large negative that was difficult to manipulate. So you would shoot a big negative that would be like 10 inches tall and five feet long. The old camera, you pushed the button once and it turned and it spun around. So the, the only intervention was if a kid in a group picture at one end would race to the other end. New digital technology was different. Instead of taking a single photo, digital cameras would take a series of photos that could then be stitched together digitally. And this meant more room for manipulation, more room for distorting what actually happened. For a while, Paul found himself craving that type of manipulation. A lot of things could change. And so making it a seamless, convincing panorama was a little bit more difficult. And I began to lose interest in making it the same as the one before and began to play with it a little bit, um, changing the focus between each one or changing how much was included uh, and even leaving gaps in it. So it was a, it was a, oh, probably the art historical term would be deconstruction of the original uh, approach. You could also say that selfies are a deconstruction. The word selfie is itself a derivative of self-portrait. And earlier in Paul's career, he had little use for taking pictures of other people. He thought they were boring. But across time, he saw their value and function, and now has hope, even optimism, for selfies in the future. On a basic level, there's no difference between a selfie and a self-portrait. Uh, the way we use the selfies uh, are mostly celebratory. Uh, oh, we're here. Let's get a picture of ourselves. And as opposed to one person going and standing in front of the statue or the art or the building and the other photographer taking their picture or the other person taking their picture, now both people can be in it together. I was very slow to understand that portraits are social events. In the classroom, Paul used his iPhone camera to take pictures of his students on the first day. He wanted to learn their names quickly so he could actually connect with them. Nothing could be more social. In addition to having the image of the person, it was having the interaction. I had always treated portraits as formal problems. Totally dumb. Totally dumb. Paul found that by taking pictures of the same form, the human face, he was able to have a multiplicity of interactions. And that was truly remarkable. We all have two ears, most, except Van Gogh, and a nose and mouth and eyes, right? So what would you do? You could crop half the face or top off their forehead. So they didn't interest me to be made because they were not visually, formally a challenge. Was I so totally dumb? Totally dumb. Uh, it's about the people, right? So, it, and it's in the space between us. It's right here. It's about a conversation. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think when selfies 
are used that way, they're wonderful, you know, because, and they are. You take it with someone else, or you take it with yourself, and then you send it to someone. So they're totally social. Finally, a win for social media. Despite the opportunity for manipulation of one's image with digital tools, even on Instagram, Paul thinks that taking a selfie and sharing it with others is a positive improvement over old-style painting and portraits. Just as Paul was willing to re-examine the panoramic prints of Houston with new technology 40 years ago, he is now willing to re-examine portraits with help from the ubiquitous front-facing camera. Self-portraits have always tended to be uh, from artists who were depressed, <laughs> right? They're always pretty somber, uh, serious, med you know, mm, angst. Uh, so I think maybe selfies are better. Um, because they're more joyful usually. But I think the others, it's important to have photographs of many different emotions. Because just like with uh, photography, it's easy to take, in the past with a view camera, it was very easy to take pictures on a sunny day, but rainy, cloudy, inside, all these other different kinds of lighting, it was harder. Well, with digital, it's not so much of a challenge. So after a long career in photography, Paul is once again hopeful about the power of photography, not to change the world, but to instead help us see ourselves more honestly and to be more comfortable in front of the camera, not just behind it. <laughs> it's my answer for everything. When I get nervous, my hand reaches for my camera. You know? And in the old days, you could hide behind it. Now I don't hide so much behind the camera because the iPhone taught us to take pictures like this. With our arms outstretched, holding the camera directly in front of our face, capturing the good lighting, good angle, and emphasizing our hottest side. Maybe Paul is right. Perhaps selfies are here to empower us. No longer deconstructing, but instead rebuilding. So go ahead, take that selfie, iterate, and start a dialogue, first with yourself, and then with the world, about what you see, what is and what was. I'm David Ratnoth.